Okay, great. Oh, I really wolfed that apple into me there because we were going to start recording. Yeah. yeah it's kind of. Are you going to have. Sometimes when you um, eat too much fruit or eat it too quickly, it can get diarrhea from it, so. I mean, I certainly hope not. That's <laughs> more just kind of all in my esophagus now, going down very slow. Okay, okay. I didn't chew it. Chew it. Um, Would you be much of an apple man yourself? Uh, not really. Um, something that really grosses me out is actually like baked apple. Like I, I don't, I don't like that. Like I'm not I mean, a big fan I'd of like apple pies and things like that. Like that's not me. Oh really? Yeah, I like dipping. Like if we, if we're in the Halloween spirit, I like bobbin for apples. I'm a big fan okay. of Bob. I like Bob. Would you for have a preferred apple to Bob for? Pink uh, Lady Red Delicious. Uh, wouldn't like Granny Smith. Granny Smith, they just taste like cooking apples, or they just taste like very like sour and just like no thanks. Yeah, I don't understand when I see. I find it repulsive even just seeing someone eat a Granny Smith. I yeah. don't understand how people eat it. It's so it's sick. awful. Yeah, it's horrible. They're so horrible. Yeah. The uh, I'd say Red Delicious is a real like I don't really eat apples choice. Yeah. Definitely. That's a really there's another like one as well, isn't there? There's Red Delicious and there's... Um, Golden Delicious? I can't remember. It's like a pink one. Pink Lady. Pink Lady. Yeah, Pink Lady. That's what I'm having now. Look. Yeah, Pink Ladies yeah. are good too. I like an L Pink Lady. Um, that's kind Pink of... Lady. Is that ASMR? We do an ASMR now? Yeah. Okay, so that's you eating an apple. Now this is me sip, sipping some coffee. Love it. Okay. Uh, I'm Mark from MK Ultra Film. How's it going? I'm Killian from MK Ultra Film, and oh my god, can you believe it? For the first time in who knows how long, MK Ultra Film coming out on schedule. Yeah, well, almost. We were supposed to record it on Thursday. Ah, but they don't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Why you tell? Wait, that's behind the scenes. I'm just <laughs> honest. It's transparent. The new MK Ultra Film is tra- all about transparency and that's, honesty. That's for the extra podcast. You know, the, the the behind the scenes podcast, which we don't record. It's, it's just a conversation between two of us. <laughs> the Patreon subscribers get yeah. to know that. Um, we had a bit of, we did a bit of interaction stuff last week where we asked mm-hmm. the films to watch in the cinema and films not for the cinema. Yeah. Got some interesting responses. I noticed actually you wrote all the responses down. I put in a response and he didn't write it down, but it's okay. Well, I'm not going to write um, your responses, so I don't know. But this was basically because last week we were talking about films that you really want to watch in the cinema and films that you don't need to watch in the cinema. Like we were saying, can you imagine watching, not watching Step Brothers in the cinema? I mean, come on, what a waste <laughs> of... Like we were talking about it in that way. So, But people didn't seem to vibe with that idea. People just seemed to no. want to mention films that you really need to see in the cinema. So yeah. uh, so that's what we yeah. have here. Um, we got and we, yeah? a couple, couple of people said, said Taxi Driver, which... I actually think it's nice on both. Like I'd seen in the cin- I've actually never seen it in the cinema, but it's it's one of my favorite movies. So yeah, maybe that's Ste- my own. Steam sells Stevie and Ryan Quinn both saying Taxi Driver. I don't know if I agree with that one. I mean, Taxi Driver obviously I'd love to see it, it you know, in the IMC or something like that. But I'd mm. be perfectly happy watching that at home. Yeah, I I I I kind of think so as well. I'd say it is very cinematic, but I kind of like yeah. because a lot of the film he's like in apartments and stuff, mm. and you're kind of in your apartment. Maybe yeah. you have the lights off, and you're kind of yeah. feels like you're in New York. That feels. I feel like that's someone who didn't understand the assignment and just was like films that you really want to watch in the cinema, and was just like I'm going to pick the best film, my favorite film. Yeah, but that's not yeah. how it works. We're talking about. I mean, someone else here has mentioned, uh, like Carla mentioned, Sound of Metal. All right, that's a film you want to watch in the cinema because 
it's the best film of the year, but also the sound is very, very important in that film. And if you're watching that at home on your TV with shitty speakers, it doesn't have the same experience. Whereas if you watch it with this really big Adobe sound system or whatever, is that what they're called? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Adobe, yeah. Or Dolby. Yeah. Dolby, sorry. Dolby sound. Mm. That's That makes a difference, right? Taxi Driver, I don't know. I'm not with you on that one. That's a no from me. Yeah. I like how it's like, if you don't agree, mm. the assumption is that they just didn't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> um someone said yeah. avatar and i guess if you're gonna watch avatar at all joey yeah. joey philo yeah um i feel like if you're gonna watch avatar at all do it in the cinema but maybe just don't watch it at all yeah that's your other option you have two options there joey uh avatar uh, in the cinema or avatar not at all which i think is both of those are good options equally um, good but you know what like you know what you know you can trash avatar and you can say it's shit or whatever or it was kind of like overrated let's say at the time mm. even though now it's kind of shitted on but like i'm glad mm. i saw that i would feel like left out of a whole part of you know uh the zeitgeist if i if i didn't if i hadn't seen it like i'm glad i saw it in the cinema because if i didn't then i wouldn't have i wouldn't be able to trash it and talk about it and know what people are talking about all the time so mm. glad i saw that film it's like in uh in I was in the what's that museum in New York called the with the, where they shot a scene from Men in Black in it. I don't it definitely know. has more defining characteristics yeah. <laughs> than that. It's like uh, the Met. <laughs> no, it, is it the Guggenheim? Is that the what Guggenheim? it's called? Guggenheim. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's defining um, feature. It's like the bastion of there was a big. Art. <laughs> it's like you know they shot Men the, in Black there. <laughs> when I was a uh, when I was there, they had a twenty four karat gold toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In there. And you could just go and do what you wanted, do whatever deposits you needed to do in the toilet. But the yeah. queue was around the around the whole corner and everything. Mm -hmm. Like it was around the whole museum. Yeah. Of uh, people just queuing up to shit in the gold toilet. And I feel like maybe that's a bit of an avatar. Like yeah. Well, you actually sent me, you sent me a postcard of that uh, toilet. I, I did, think the yeah. title of that piece is called America. That's so deep, isn't it? Yeah. It's a golden <laughs> toilet. It's called America. And you sent me a postcard of it. And I was like looking at it going, oh, yeah, I get it. I actually get it. It's a oh, golden I toilet. I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> um, come here. On the yeah. topic of, I actually sent Carla this message. And then she said, is mm -hmm. this Killian or Mark? But uh, <laughs> the, when I, because you said um, send a medal, you have to see it in the cinema. You can't watch it on your TV. I watched it on my TV at home. The sound on which is so bad that, I often have to put subtitles on for films that are in English mm. and um, the nature of Sound of Metal like it's about a guide going deaf I watched mm. it on this TV this because I watched so much movies and stuff on it and the sound is so bad I convinced myself that the TV wasn't broken but I was in fact going deaf and I got oh, really, really paranoid no. about it for ages <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I had to go to a hearing doctor and I was like or to like the ear doctor all like in German as well Oh and God. I was telling him all my problems. And then he did a hearing test. And he was like, your hearing's actually better than the average hearing. I was like, <laughs> what's going on? And then I realized the TV was just broken. Yeah, the TV's so broken. I didn't, yeah. uh, I didn't get the full Sound of, sound of Metal experience. Yeah. But I'm sure it'll be a lot better in the same And I, yeah, when I watched Sound of Metal, and I think we mentioned this when, when we were reviewing it on the pod, but we, we didn't really understand the concept of the film or something. We just turned it on because Carl had messaged me and said, you should watch it. It's a great film. And I stuck mm. it on, and um, and the sound was so bad. And we were like, God, I can't understand anything. Let's stick subtitles on. And we just put subtitles on, which obviously the whole point is that the sound is very hard yeah, to yeah, hear. Yeah. And you're you can hear what he hears. 
But we just had subtitles on. And we're like, that's better. God, I couldn't hear stuff there for a second. It was really hard. To <laughs> <laughs> really hard to. But then we obviously tur- turned them off after a while. But yeah, you know, you know, when you 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 you, uh, you stream a film, maybe on a on a you know, you're just streaming, maybe not on the conventional platforms. Let's mm-hmm. say, um, mm-hmm. and sometimes there'll be a bit where someone's speaking in a different language, mm. and there's no subtitles, and you're like is there supposed to be subtitles for this bit or yeah <laughs> i don't know and then like you kind of wait and then there's always a point where like the conversation goes on for like five or six minutes and you're like okay there's there's definitely meant to be subtitles this <laughs> yeah. <bit." laughs> yeah yeah the, uh the, and i'll talk about that in a bit something like that happened to me because i i was watching the host which is recommended by michael uh, nardoni uh to us and uh and something like that happened but i'll mention it in a bit but that'll lead us on to um uh, we asked for suggestions of spooky films because this is a Halloween special. This is a very scary mm. episode. Um, yep. You say boo or something? I've boo. Ah! See, scary. <laughs> scary, scary. I've got a bit of a scary hangover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bit of a yeah. spooky hangover today. It's a spooky hangover for Mark and it's a spooky. <laughs> it's just a spooky morning for me. Um, But yeah, we got some spooky, scary films. Oh my God, they are terrifying. I'm scared to even mention the names. I'm I'm going to say I'm going to say one of them, though. Hereditary. Big, scary film from about four years ago. One of the big A24. People, Mm -hmm. when that came out, people were like, this is the scariest movie of all time. This is up there with The Exorcist. Uh, It's Mm. a few years later. What, What do you think, Mark? I thought, I don't know. It was one of those ones, like, I wouldn't be rushing to watch it ever again, I don't think. Mm. Um, But... Uh, at the time I th- I think I did think it was the scariest film I'd ever seen in the cinema mm. I remember really being like oh Jesus yeah. when I was watching it I thought it was horrible what yeah that was really annoying people in the cinema kept doing that like oh god kind of also people who were like the same age as me like I was like guys this is a cinema like this isn't your <laughs> fucking rumpus room here like behave <laughs> yourselves but um, there's like a little kick drum or something that goes throughout the whole mm. film yeah it like and that just made me feel so tense yeah. where, where, where did you see it i saw it in brooklyn um with <sighs> anna and uh and it was in the middle of summer and it was really oh it's so scary when we watched it this and we were really scared but um there were a couple things that were making it extra scary was that uh obviously summer in new york is extremely hot so we were wearing you know a t-shirt and shorts and then we went into the cinema and what they do in America during the summer is they like put massive air conditioning in the cinemas so that they are freezing cold. I like guess Arctic in there. So you go in mm. and you're just in a T-shirt and shorts and you're just sitting there like just like <laughs> like really cold. And, uh, and so we were sitting there in the cinema just like just very, very cold. And then this terrifying film comes on and we're already shaking. And then, um, yeah, it was very scary. Uh, mm. I I think I would watch it again, but there's just so many good horrors because I was late. Yeah, I came to horror so late because I always thought don't like horrors. I'm scared of them. I don't like horrors. I'm scared of them. And then it was only when I really like maybe watched Midsummer's that I was like, ah oh, no, I fucking love horrors. Um, so I, I have mm-hmm. a lot to get through. So I'm not gonna go back yeah. to Hereditary anytime soon. But um, yeah. But no, I mean, good, good, good pick. Thank you, Fanula J of the Bandwagons podcast and close personal friend. Thank you for mentioning that one. Uh. The, the, this one I've yeah. never heard of this Possession arguably the most intense horror film ever put or the most intense horror flick put to film will stay with you for days Jesus I've never heard of this from Owen Phelan Possession well uh, it's a it's a 1981 uh, psychological horror directed by Andrzej Zulowski 
Uh, I, I mean, I think maybe it's... Where is it from? I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll check that one out. We didn't get a chance to check it out, Owen. But thank you so much for sending it in. Sounds terrifying. We'll stay with you for days after. Do you oh, know, it's um, got Sam Neill in it. Oh, I like Sam Neill. Do you know... Do you know uh, what else he's in? He's, isn't he in uh, Lord of the Rings? No, no, no. I'm not thinking... No, no, no. Sam Neill's not in Lord of the Rings. Um, or is he? I can't remember. Are you just messing with me? No, no, no. I always mix him up. I always think he's the guy who plays Elrond. Is he? He doesn't play Elrond. He's in Jurassic Park, of course. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say the, the thing where it stays with you for days after. When people tell you that about older films, I'm always a little bit apprehensive. Because my dad, when we watched Birds as, as kids, you know, um, uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Birds. I remember my dad like really not wanting us to watch it because we were only about, we were like 10 or 11 or something like that. Mm. And he was like, you can't watch this. It's so scary. It's too scary for you now. You can't let them watch it. We were like, dad, we're going we're gonna to watch it. And, and the special effects were just so bad. They were just like really, really, really bad. That like, mm. we just couldn't stop laughing at the bits. And my dad was like, when I watch this film, every time a bird lands next to me, I would freak out for a week. And I was like, we were just laughing so much. Watch, <laughs> watching the film, just being like, it's so dumb. The birds are so fake. This is shit. Um, I find so, that so funny that your dad finds that film terrifying. Yeah, he's very scared of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> ah, it is a bit creepy. I watched it again when I was older and I was like, I know it is a bit creepy. Um, mm. Ralph Sheridan uh, said, funny games. Is funny games a horror? Do you think funny games is a horror? I was actually going to raise this because I don't... The two films I watched for this week's podcast one of them i'm not sure it's a horror it's just kind of like not nice i feel like it's yeah. good for halloween though i feel like yeah. but I, I i think funny games is a bad movie i don't like it at all which one did you watch the german one or the american one or uh the german one okay okay you didn't like i liked it i thought it was good i just thought it was horrible i was like jesus yeah. why am i watching this it's very interesting that he made that's michael haneke he made the film in german and then he just made the exact same film in, in english yeah that's like so insane. It is. That's something no. a, a crazy person would do. Like shot for shot, word for word, the exact same film. Mm. Really mental. I mean, you know, why not? I'm pretty sure you spoke about this last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll, and I'll say it every week. I think it's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, Michael Nardoni recommended the film Hots to us, a very spooky... Oh, I think he maybe means host. And I meant host, but I, I spelled it wrong. But also, if anyone wants to make a film called Hots uh, and make it a horror film, uh, you're welcome to. But yeah, thanks, Michael, for sending that in. I did check that film out. And um, if you want, we could go straight into reviewing it and move on with the show. Do you want to do that? Or do you want to go through some more of the ones that people mentioned? I'd say this is a good segue. This is a good segue. So uh, Michael had only mentioned uh, hosts. And Michael is a friend of the podcast. Sent us in a review a couple of times. He said, very spooky and just over an hour long, which is what hooked me in. And uh, I listened to it, or watched it, just uh, a few days ago. And just watched I Host, a 2020 um, horror film. I think it came out at the end of 2020. Uh, basically, it's the first film I've seen that's set in pandemic, sort of coronavirus times. But... Um, Basically, it's six friends who decide to uh, do a seance over Zoom. It's all filmed through Zoom, so there's no, like, cameras or anything like that. It's just Zoom uh, screens and um, people talking over each other. And it's all filmed very, very realistically. Um, And basically, they do a seance and um, 
and then things start happening during the seance. The film is 57 minutes long and um, it is very spooky. It's really jumpy uh, because it feels so real. Um, like the moments of tension are very, very heightened. Like, uh, you know, in Zoom, when the person who's speaking becomes the main screen, it does that a lot. So you just have one person's screen and um, and because it feels so realistic, like, and the person thinks there's something in the room or whatever, that's Woody making a lot of noise, sorry about that. Woody, shh, doing a film review. Um, when it's a person and they think there's someone else in the room and they're just moving their camera around the room, it feels so spooky. So there's lots of jumps, there's lots of jump scares and everything like that. It's got a really good build. I think the acting is brilliant. Like the cast do such a good job. Uh, there's maybe one or two too many. Um, he is absolutely whining. I don't know why. Sorry about that. Sorry about the dog. Ignore the dog. Um, there's maybe one too many times where they like don't just turn on the lights or you know leave the houses or something like that. Like you know the way that whole trope of horror movies where they just do the wrong thing in order to get themselves in the more scary scenario. There's a little bit too much of that maybe, but overall it's a really really good way to spend an hour. It sounds is is the whole thing shot through Zoom? It's yeah, it's basically uh, all just a, a Zoom screen, and it's kind of in the vein of you know the the Blair Witch or whatever, where it's, mm -hmm. it makes it feel real because it, it like appears it presents itself to be real, and yeah, um, yeah. it's the next like that thing has been done a lot of times now, and this is the next kind of uh, evolution of that. It's like where could that yeah. go? And it's Zoom Zoom horror, and it oh, yeah. it works so well. It's fucking brilliant and it's only 57 minutes long and it doesn't feel like it's that short it feels like they get into it so quickly and um i don't know because we've spent so much of our time on zoom as well like that mm. like so many people have you immediately relate to so much of the stuff that's going on and uh, mm -hmm. the actors are so good at doing that kind of um you know that that resting zoom face like they're really good at doing that face where you know when when there's action happening on other screens you can look at uh, the other people and they're doing really good like resting zoom face where they're kind of like you know that face people do yeah. like you're doing it kind of right now uh yeah, yeah <laughs> the face where like you're not even like you might actually be looking at a different web page yeah. <laughs> you're just like yeah looking at something mm -hmm. else wikipedia i recommend very much watching this film everyone did you where did you watch this so uh this was an illegal uh watch and the reason um uh, the reason it was fun, I wanted to mention it was because I turned this on. Uh, we just got like we we'd asked on our Instagram page, MK Ultra Film, follow us. Uh, if there are any recommendations, uh, Michael sent this in. It was only fifty-seven minutes long, and I was like, I had an, enough time to watch it, so I was like, okay, I'll stick this on. Looks good, and uh, and I turned it on, and it was like in French, and all the people were talking, and it was really cool. And I was like, oh, this is good, but I couldn't get the subtitles to line up, and it was really annoying me. Mm. Um. And then I like started Googling like the host's French subtitles or English subtitles. And then I found out that it was in fact an English language film. And, oh, uh, and I somehow found like a dubbed version of it. I've been watching the first 10 minutes of it just fully in French. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then it switched over and I was like, oh, this is good as well. Mm. But it being in yeah. French didn't really affect it. And I hadn't noticed that it was dubbed, which just shows what? how much uh, focus I have. Um, the did did uh was it released in cinemas like 57 minutes seems very short i don't think it was i mean it seems it seems like i'd be surprised if this wasn't made like 
very very low budget uh mm. you know it almost feels like a play like the way the actors are but there's some pretty good special effects and st- all the like you know the the supernatural uh, the visual supernatural stuff is done really well it's quite simple but it's 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 done well um mm. So yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, uh, I don't know how they did it, but it looks—it's really, really good. Uh, it definitely. Was it's a, it sounds cool, but but I, I'm thinking like—is there surely like there's not? A, they're kind of restricted in how many types of scare they can do. Like, surely it's only ever going to be a thing comes up behind someone while they're looking at their zoom camera. No, mm, no. They're kind of limited to that. Nah, no. They've got they there's lots. They're very creative with the with the. Uh, format that they have um oh. <clears throat> like it's really clever the setup is really clever it's like friends are doing these friends are all doing like you know the, the online drinking fucking thing that we've all done like the quiz thing or whatever on zoom oh, they're God, all meeting yeah. up and they haven't seen each other in ages you, you immediately get introduced to the tensions within the group like uh there's uh the person who's doing the seance is taking it really seriously and it's like guys can you really take this quite seriously there's one who's kind of a messer and who's sort of like let's turn this into a drinking game uh, every time she mentions that the person, the person who's actually who they don't know, who is the person who guides them on the seance, uh, mm. like every time she mentions astral p- planes, let's take a shot. And there's like lots of conflicts. There's one guy who's on holidays and uh, they don't like his girlfriend, and she like gets him out of the, um, gets him out of. She like gets him to leave it. So there's all these like friend group uh, dynamics that are involved yeah, yeah. in it as well. So you're not just like in it for the scariness you're also engaged with the characters and you care about them and you can see the mm. the personalities and stuff so it's it's amazing how they managed to set it up and and get into it so quickly with such a short amount of time it's really well done yeah no it sounds cool it sounds like it, it would be uh yeah we'll check out 57 minutes i can't really um yeah there's really you know. no reason not to watch this if you're into scary movies there's really no reason not to watch it if you if we were if we were doing this like mm. i feel like if i was here now and uh I was like, oh, kidding. There's a fucking ghost in the room. I'd probably log off. Yeah, I know. That's the address it. Again, that's the central (laughs) issue I have with with the film. uh, That the only thing that I found wrong was that, like, they should just um, they should just leave (laughs) and uh, leave the group. Yeah, yeah. just like like the way they get people. It's smart the way they get people to stay on because, like, I guess if you said there's a ghost in a room. if I said there's a ghost in your room or whatever, you'd probably log off and run away. But if you saw me uh, being lifted in the air by my hair, by something that you can't see, you wouldn't log off and go, oh, I'm out of here. Like, you would stay on to go, Killian, are you okay? Are you okay, Killian? I'd hope, I'd hope so. Mm-mm. I'd probably give one of the lads a buzz and ask them to call over to your gaff and help right? you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, <laughs> so there is, like, some kind of, like, basic kind of plot holy elements to it but overall ah, always is uh, there always is yeah if you if you really cut everything down but overall uh, very good film really it sounds like a fun it. one as well it sounds like it'll be a fun one on halloween maybe you're having yeah. maybe having a couple of couple of cans you've yeah. bobbed for a few pink ladies and yeah, you're just yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> having a good one from <laughs> from one um kind of let's say high-tech mm-hmm. horror to another mm-hmm. i watched a film this week um, which uh, we'll debate whether or not it's a horror film afterwards, but uh, mm-hmm. called Possessor. Um, I might have described it a bit, but it's directed by da- Brandon Cronenberg, who I think is David Cronenberg's son. Yeah. So that's a big, um, big shoes to fill. Is that the phrase you'd say? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he doesn't have to fill his shoes. He doesn't. Know, he can do yeah, whatever he wants. Big pants. Anyway, fill. here's the movie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Possessor, a film directed by Brandon Cronenberg, who I think is the son of David Cronenberg. He's definitely related to him somehow. Um, and I thought it was really, really good. It's a sci-fi film about, well, kind of horror-y sci-fi thriller, whatever. Um, I'll just say it's horror because it's Halloween uh, soon. But um, about like this, this, it's kind of in the future. You don't really know. And there's this company who have these like assassins agents and they carry out hits. They're like a hitman agency. But the way they do it is they have this brain thing that they can put someone in like they're going into the matrix you know those kind of things they sit in they put you in one of those and then through that they're able to place the consciousness of the assassin into a person and then they get the other person to commit the murder and then it looks like the other person just did it and they kind of create a backstory and a motive as to why they do it and then they basically frame this person for having done the murder and, it, and then kind of what the film is about is this lady who's like, like, you kind of assume she's a bit overworked and she's kind of done a lot of these hits and now her brain and she's starting to go a bit fucking crazy and uh, her brain is kind of flicking in and out of all these different consciousnesses that she goes in and out of and then she's on a particular hit and it's just, she's kind of being this guy but then it's kind of going a bit fucking crazy and uh, it's so good. Like it's the special effects are so like they're great like the it's there's like no cgi it's all physical effects and um, i should mention it's like it has that really strong cool sci-fi background but it's also like the most i think it could be the most violent film i've ever seen which i think is actually nearly kind of unfortunate because i think the concept is really cool and I think a lot of people could get into the concept and the style of it. It looked really nice. The colors are really nice, and some of the, the way they, the way they conveyed, like when she was flicking in and out of the different consciousnesses, it looked really crazy and cool, and I really liked it. And the camera work was really nice. So all of those things, I think certain people would really like. But then the fact that it's just fucking like insanely violent. Um, I think maybe it would throw a lot of people off. I'm I'm totally fine with that. I liked it a lot. I just thought it was so good. Sean Bean's in it. He's good. The the acting I thought was incredible. There's like I guess it's a pretty tough job for an actor because it's like for a while you have to act as one person, then you have to act as another person acting as that person. Um because the consciousness swapping thing. And I think uh that was all pulled off. By everyone who had to do it and i just loved it i thought it was good i can't i'm kind of losing the run of myself here but i thought it was a really uh i really 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 liked that film okay good review that sounds yeah. like a david cronenberg film well it's a brandon cronenberg film but very similar <laughs> right like it sounds like the same kind of thing that that his dad mm. does yeah, yeah 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 it was uh but yeah it was great it was it was all super modern and cool but then as i said the effects were all um physical and it's so nice to see that now i know mm -hmm. i talk about this all the time mm -hmm. but all the bits where she would be flicking like she'd be in she'd be in the conscious she'd be in the other person's body let's say her mind mm -hmm. and then she'd start going like Whoa, and like flipping out mm -hmm. and her brain would start flashing it out and just to convey that it would just show all these insane visuals and stuff and yeah there's this one bit where she when she first enters another person's mind they have this body of hers that is like it just shows her body 
but it's obviously like a waxwork. Okay. And it just melts in slow motion like wax. Ugh. And then they obviously had like another person's body and they melt it as well, but they just play it in reverse. So it's like her wax body melts and then it reforms as like the other person. And it looks yeah. so crazy, but it's yeah. it's really cool. What do you but, do you, when you see that kind of disgusting stuff on screen, do you put your hand over can you are you able to watch it or do you put I sometimes put my hand over the bit that's disgusting me and then I kind of peek I kind of like have to peek through my eyes to look at it sometimes. With with that film, not so much because it was so like it was kind of nearly over the top. Near it was nearly like comedy violence, you know what I mean? Okay. Or comedy gross stuff. It was so like OTT. Or something. The, yeah, the other film that I watched, I had to keep my hand over my face a lot, which I'll talk about later. <laughs> I was like, fuck. But um, this one I think was good because it had tension in multiple ways. Like you had the actual just violence, and then her kind of having these scary hallucinations and stuff. Yeah. But then there was a cool element of it where she goes into the person's body her mind goes in but she mm. has to study their character in advance mm. so she can kind of pass off as them up okay, until the time okay, they're okay. supposed to marry them so yeah, there's yeah, these yeah. scenes where she's in this guy's body mm-hmm. and he's like hanging out with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and his girlfriend's going like you're behaving really weird and he's going like no no i'm not and it's <laughs> like really tense because you know that it's like not him it just looks oh. like him so you're like oh god she knows something's up and then the whole time you can see him getting a bit panicked being like no I'm, i feel totally fine and stuff and you're like oh, oh this is yeah that's yeah, good tension yeah, that sounds like a straight up horror that sounds like a horror film mm, like a body it, horror. It, yeah very much yeah but it i guess the only reason it's just very tech lots of tech stuff but okay you know so sci-fi you know, you have sci-fi horror yeah. yeah i think it's i don't know i mean you know every time we have a horror film on i feel like that conversation comes up like is it a yeah. horror is it not it's it's, it's the dull, one genre it? always has that and that we you know that conversation is so done i kind of just in the in the vein of like if it's kind of scary you know it's a horror and it doesn't have to be mm. like it doesn't have to tick all these fucking boxes to be a fucking horror no mm. no film does tick all those boxes like if you felt yeah. spooked while watching it and like and uh and like my mum wouldn't watch it. If my mum doesn't want want to watch it then it's a horror film. And that's yeah. that should be that's the one guy. That's a good uh, cuz I was watching Candyman uh and we'll we'll review that now in a second. I was watching Candyman last night and my mum went is it a horror and I was like yeah and she was like looking through the like the window to see it and she was like oh no no I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> so here, would you like so knowing that film I I described there, knowing that it's extremely violent, would you be like, ooh, don't want to watch that now, or would you be? Like, no, oh, I have fine. no problem with 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 uh, violence. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind violence at all. Sure, I love it, love it, love it. No, uh, I mean, I like Brain Dead, uh, the cartoony kind of violence, the uh, Peter Jackson's oh. one. I love that film. I think it's so funny, uh, mm. like with the baby in the blender and everything. But um, <laughs> but it, I mean, like it is kind of comedy. But the, yeah, I mean, I, no, that wouldn't turn me off. Um, mm. There's just like I, I guess we'll move into Candyman now. Uh, but like, there's bits in 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 that film where I was looking at it, it was gross, and I was just like, ugh. But in the same way, when someone like, you know, you see it on on TikTok, when someone sort of like pops a spot, it's disgusting. But there's something. Uh, there's something that does make you want to look at it. I don't know what that really is. fascinating. It's kind of like fascinating, but when someone like gets a black head out or something or whatever, it's kind oh. of, it's kind of, it's disgusting, but you do kind of like want to look at it in the same way. I don't know what that is. This um, was, there, there, there was one in this movie, there's one thing where like the, the way they go into your head is they, they have to drill a hole on top of your skull and then put a little, a little 
transmitter thing in so they can like tune into the transmitter. Oh God, so they'll okay. kid if they're gonna take over your body, they'll kidnap you, mm. put you unconscious, put one of those in, and then just chuck you back in your gaff. And, and you then remember. are you done? Once they've done that, you're fin you're finito. You're not you anymore. No, they can they can tune back out and it goes back to being you. But I think usually they they frame it as a, a murder suicide job, so oh, okay, just to okay. get it done with. But uh, yeah, there's yeah. lots of scenes of people drilling directly into someone's crown of their head <laughs> with a drill. Oh, no, that's so horrible. So disgusting. And then like pushing pushing little electronic stuff down into the hole. It's like oh, <laughs> so nasty. <laughs> anyway, I just thought of that one. But yeah, that was yeah, one yeah. where I was. That might have been one where I was kind of like oh fuck like not looking just the yeah. idea of the uh i've seen some of those blackhead videos or some of those um yeah popping spots and it kind of reminded me of that like yeah the stuff yeah. getting shoved down into the little yeah but people are addicted hole. to those videos people love those videos it's ones that have like millions of views online man i i i still i tried again to get tiktok and i just find it so weird and i can't it kind of freaks me out that people consume not to sound too like pretentious yeah. or whatever about it but yeah. like I think I do like I find some of the entertainment that that young people consume these mm. days to be deeply troubling. Well, <laughs> like, I'm a big advocate for TikTok, and I'm going to put this to be this week's um, this week's send in advice kind of column. But like, how do we get Mark's algorithm working, or how can we? Has anyone <laughs> had the same problem where they've gone onto TikTok and they haven't been able to get it working? Because I got on and I just spent a solid like hour or two on it, and uh, I mean it was lockdown at the time. And after that, I, like videos were banging up and they were great. You need to get that algorithm working. Um, but but anyone like, have any advice on Mark starting out on TikTok? Yeah, let me know. Tell me who to follow. I need some funny, like I, know, I like, <laughs> I like like lizards, lizard content. Okay. I yeah. like um, like birds talking, like parrots talking. Yeah. Maybe like some funny stuff. I kind of like the stuff. I don't know if I like the people wrecking the bathrooms, but to be honest, I kind of do like it. What's the, um, uh, uh, what's the, um, remember I sent you that video with the SpongeBob one? Do you remember they had like a New York dad talking about SpongeBob SquarePants? Oh yeah. I sent you that sent one. That one was very good. <laughs> and that was from TikTok. It was some some guy going, he's SpongeBob. And the dog oh, is like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. sitting in the front of the car seat. And he, it's some old New York dad. He's talking to his kid in the back. And he's like, just like clearly very perplexed by the whole concept of SpongeBob. And he's like, SpongeBob, he's down, he's down in the sea. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and he's next to the guy. He's next to you. She's like, Patrick. He's like, with Patrick. She's like, yeah, and he's like, God, that's crazy. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> have you? Did you? Did Ralph send you that one where the guy is like, had to go pick up a fresh DC in yeah. the garage? Yeah. man, that one's so funny. Needed yeah, a fresh yeah. DC. See, TikTok is good, so we need help getting Mark on TikTok uh, because but he simply has too much free time and he I, needs to. <laughs> I don't know what to be doing with myself. I'm just sitting here well, and staring in space all day. Get that algorithm going. Sending some advice. Come here, but do you not feel sometimes I see videos that have tons of likes mm. and it's like I'm watching content for like, I just, the humor or the entertainment value, I know it's obviously just me getting older, but mm. like, I'm looking at this stuff going like, what, what's, what is this? Like, it'll be, it'll be a split screen and on one side it'll be like Ronaldo, the footballer, and the other yeah. side it'll be like someone baking a cake and then yeah. I'll be like, what is going on? I don't understand this content. What, mm. What's happening here? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think maybe you're just like not young and hip, but that could be it. It really could be that. I think I'm just old. Uh, yeah, yeah. It could be just the fact that you're you're not young and hip anymore. You're sort of like, uh, you're not with the kids. Like obviously, I am, and so it's very yeah. hard for I mean, even me talking to true. you over the course of this podcast. I find it quite difficult. A lot of references that I make that you don't get, 
Um, mm. So it's difficult, and I can see how TikTok would perplex you. Someone of yeah. your age, someone of your I generation. I keep making a lot of like Super <laughs> Nintendo related references and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, do you know who is yeah. hip? That guy from who made all those movies, like such as Us and Get Out. The Get Out. <laughs> Jordan he's Peele, a hip guy. Yeah, yes. he's very hip, and he made another film uh, this year called Candyman, which I reviewed last night. I watched it last night. Uh, so this is what I thought. Just watched Candyman, Jordan Peele's Candyman. Um, Jordan Peele also did Get Out and uh, Us, I think was the name of his other one. Um, he's known for doing kind of social horrors. So they're like horror movies which have sort of social commentary in them. Um, this is a film about the projects in Chicago, an artist who's come out of that. And he's trying to make a sort of new, he's looking for new inspiration. Um, and uh, and he hears about this myth of uh, the Candyman, who's like this boogie, boogeyman character uh, from the project. And basically uh, he starts sort of researching it and, um, and the story unfolds where he starts to find that his story is interlinked with the Candyman and all this kind of stuff. And... And uh, basically, it's like kind of a slasher kind of horror uh, with some social commentary in it. Um, I wasn't as blown away as I have been by previous Jordan Peele films. It wasn't bad. Uh, it was maybe lacking an overall kind of... I mean, I think most of his horrors kind of have a metaphor um as to what the horror element has it's like usually a metaphor for something in real life or there's a lot of symbolism in his films and i felt like the symbolism in this one was kind of a little off or i didn't really get it in the same way that i've gotten his other ones um maybe it's a little bit more abstract but uh i wouldn't have been a fan about that kind of more abstracty kind of um you know uh it wasn't as easily relatable to the real world stuff but uh i mean overall it was really well made i like how his films are made uh they have really good music they're creepy there's like really just like, kind of some disgusting horror shit which i kind of like sometimes um but overall it wasn't really such a hit for me you, you sounded quite bored there i was just very vertical uh like i was very vertical um but just what? a big boo-boo i was just lying very Oh no, it was very horizontal. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> I was lying down, and I and it was like moments before I closed my eyes and went to bed. But um, mm. just a big boo boo for me in terms of that. That film was written by Jordan Peele, I think, produced by Jordan Peele, but it was actually directed by someone called Nia DaCosta, who's um, yeah. uh, 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 she's just a different director. So that mm. could be. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm a huge fan of Get Out and Us. I thought they were both really, really good. This film goes into the area of kind of gentrification and um and artists and gentrification and uh you know and like white uh privilege and uh like you know all these different kinds of like elements but if, for me it just felt like uh like there was a lot of good points made in it and there was a lot of good uh like maybe set pieces and like elements but it just got it was just a little bit confused as to what was like the underlying 
I suppose metaphor because it has to sort of be a bit of a metaphor for something and I didn't really get why like you know you have the candy man uh, who is this sort of boogeyman but you know he was presented to be a kind of like revenge uh character who like kind of gets white people or something like that but he doesn't he sort of just gets all people uh, basically the thing is if you say Candyman five times into a mirror the Candyman will appear um mm. so if you're feeling brave this halloween do that but he just didn't feel like it was like very obvious as to how that worked or how that tied into you know how that was like relatable to i don't know i didn't get the metaphor really i didn't understand yeah. it. it was a bit confused for me you, you know it's a there's a like there's an it's a remake i think or it's a there's an there's an old Candyman film, which is yeah 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 yeah. There's an like from the eighties or something like that. Or yeah, nineties. It's it's uh my friend Fiona who maybe you've met. She mm-hmm. really 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 likes the original Candyman. And tells me to watch it all the time. Okay uh, okay okay. Maybe I will. This could be my year, but who knows? But uh, they use the same the same guy. I think is in both. I'm not sure, but I think they used the the older guy who's the guy is in the same film they use the same kind of candy the, can, man the candy man so. yeah yeah i think so is it similar enough to beetlejuice uh i mm, not really i mean it's, <laughs> it's like i was gonna say yes but but no it's i mean like quite there's similar. a lot of like seeing in in uh like people in mirrors and like uh like kind of like i don't know it, it, it you know what i don't think it was that bad a film uh I uh, I probably wasn't really in the mood to watch it. Maybe that might have done something, but it was an hour and a half long. That's always a, that's always a massive plus for me. Um, yeah. And like I was engaged throughout, and like the scary bits were scary, which is always very important. Like that's it wasn't want. like I wasn't like watching it and going like, oh, these scary bits aren't scary. Which is obviously when you watch a horror film, the main thing you want to get. Like if you watch a comedy and you laugh, uh, mm. then then it was a good comedy film, right? Uh, you don't mm-hmm. finish watching a comedy and going, God, you know, I didn't really believe the characters to get the overall arching metaphor of why they were making jokes. Like, you kind of were like, oh, I laughed. I had a good time. So, I mean, I did. I was scared. So I had a, a, a scary time. But, um, mm. but uh, yeah, overall, as like a film making a point, which is what these social horrors are supposed to do, I didn't really get the point that much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, as you're aware, I think, like, I wouldn't rate Jordan Peele that much. Like... I thought yeah. Us was a stupid film. Mm. I really didn't like it. Um, I thought it was fine, but I just thought the way people went on about it, I was like, what? Like, it's not... It was a bit of a squid game. Do you not think Get Out was great? I thought Get Out was fine, but then I, I thought the whole hypnotizing people and uh, the fact that the the white people... I never really understood why the old white people wanted to become young black people. I really was like, What? Be- uh, because they want their bodies. But why... If they're, like, racist, why don't they just become young white people? Uh, well, they're kind of... It's more like making... It's not like... They're not, like, racist in the, in, a, in a self-aware way. Like, they're... It's making fun of liberals who are, who are kind of, like, fascinated and, like, adore... But, like, in a very kind of horrible way, they, like, adore their bodies and view them very much in a kind of, like... Uh, like it's like in a subhuman way or something like they're horribly racist but not in that kind of like i hate uh black people kind of way in a really kind of like ownership a sense of ownership kind of like way and they want to they want to do the ultimate thing which is like to own their bodies and become them and uh and it's like that kind of thing like it's uh i don't know 
You didn't I, get it. I don't know. That didn't that didn't really land for me anyway. <laughs> okay. At first, I thought we're really going to spoiler town now. That was a real spoiler. But you know, if you haven't seen Get Out yet, too fucking bad. Too late. Get spoiled. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's like the, for years. The bit where, like at first, because this lady is able to hypnotize people and kind of take over their minds. So I was like, mm. Grant, she's obviously hypnotizing all these people and kind of making them work as slaves. But then the hypnotism was kind of tossed to the side. The hypnotism didn't really make a difference because they were just going to do something else. I was like, what's the point in the hypnotism then? And then, I don't know. I just thought it was all a bit like... No, the hypnotism was. was one thing. The hypnotism was to, to, to like put you in, in this sort of nowhere zone within your own mind. And then uh, the surgery was to put the... Uh, the old white person into the body so there's two different elements to it but anyway this is like pretty like explaining the plot of get out which is i think a zone we probably shouldn't be in so um, <laughs> i think like we're not talking about get out uh we talked about that like i don't know a couple of years ago um mm. and um and we want to move on to the the next film uh which you watched uh <laughs> which you watched so you can move on to okay uh, we watched a film called um, Titan. I watched it. Yeah. Uh, Titan, which is a new French film. Oh, I thought you watched Tintin. Was that a joke? <laughs> yeah, that's a joke. Uh, yeah, I watched the new horror, Tintin. <laughs> Tintin and the Haunted House. The um, Titan, which I would say definitely isn't a horror if we're going to go back onto that but it falls into mm-hmm. that category of like there's a lot of really 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 gross stuff um so i guess it's okay. kind of still suitable okay uh, but anyway here's what i thought so i just watched titan a french movie directed by the person who directed raw which was a kind of horror film about cannibals that came out a few years ago which i really liked um, and i saw the trailer for this and i thought like Wow, this looks so good. Like in the trailer, the it kind of looks like it's going to be like about like drag racing or like kind of souped up cars and stuff. But like, I thought it was like going to be this cool kind of sexy French film about car racing and there'd be like gangs involved or something. I was like, yes, this is going to be fucking savage. And then I went to see it, and it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> It was a very weird movie. Like, it was very, very French times. Very French cinema. Uh, Like, the first half an hour, I was like, God, this is total shit. And then, as it went on a bit more, like, I don't know if it got any better, but it definitely got very different. (laughs) And, um, and... I was just, I guess it just kind of kept my attention. It's just like a load of weird shit happening for ages. Um, I get the start. It's this woman, she's like kind of like a dancer who dances at these car shows. And like you see when she's younger, she gets in a car accident and her head gets smashed against a window and she has to get a titanium plate put in her head. And then it just kind of fast forwards to her when she's older and she's this dancer and then she just kind of starts doing a lot of mental shit and like there's a lot of killing and a lot of and when i say it's like a french film there's a load of people just passionately kissing each other like out of nowhere and you're like whoa what the fuck why are they kissing each other now or people killing each other out of nowhere 
you're like why are they why are they fighting <laughs> i don't understand they were just talking and now like they're trying to kill each other out of nowhere and it's just like what the fuck um but i guess it looked pretty good like it was just a lot of random shit but like the special effects were really good and it was shot really nicely like there's a lot of really big scenes that looked really nice there's a lot of really really gross stuff like really really violent stuff i'd say it wouldn't be wouldn't be for for everyone um but yeah i don't know like i don't really know what to say about that it won the palm door i can i got a big standing ovation and stuff and i was like why like i don't i don't know these these artsy french films man you just never know you know yeah, it's artsy. It was artsy in French. Man, very much. you sound like you're really trying very hard to convince yourself that that film wasn't complete shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it was it was weird because there were scenes in it. Like it was one of those things where like there, it had scenes where I was like, oh, this is kind of funny or this is kind of interesting. Mm. But like it's weird when I said the first half hour, it's almost like two films. A story mm. comes in halfway through that makes some sense. And mm. goes for like the, the last hour maybe of the movie. But mm. it is not really in any way related to the first film. Like I feel like, the, the, so the film's called Titan, which is the French for titanium. And at the start, the lady gets in a car crash, as I said, and gets a titanium plate in her head. And then sometimes it shows her like kind of scratching the titanium plate and stuff. Yeah. But um, it doesn't, it's not really relevant to anything that happens i was kind of like oh how is this titanium plate well maybe it's it's kind of relevant to one thing it's one of those films where everything's so random i don't know if anything i can say is a spoiler or not i really liked how you said um uh the first half hour was like really bad and then the next the last part of it like i don't know if it was any better but it was certainly different which just sounds like you're really just like it was just all over the place and you were kind of I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm sure if if something looks nice and uh, and and like Hold you know, on. has some interesting elements, but overall, it just sounds like I just do yeah. not want to watch that film. Hold on, Emer's doing a bit of hoovering. I'm gonna ask you to stop for a sec. Okay, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Isn't that a film or a song? Uh, yeah, P- Palm Door. Like after ever since the um, ever since the old Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, didn't that win it as well? What one? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't think that won the Palm Door. Ah. Uh, the Palm Door, they choose match it. Like, they've chosen, obviously, great films. Uh, and, like, it's, it, it, you know, if you want to have a... Sometimes, I remember when I was in film school and I was looking for things to, to, like, watch. Sometimes I was just like, I'll just pick something from the Palm Door list. And it was always just, like, I'd look at what they chose and I'd be like, oh, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> that looks... Yeah, no thanks. What did they, the last few, they chose Parasite last time, so fair enough. Ah, um, fair enough. And Shoplifters, that was Shoplifters good as well. Shoplifters also good. Square, really good. Daniel Blake, I, Daniel Blake, really good. Deep Pan, brilliant. Oh, man, they choose great films. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'd love I'd love for you to watch this film. Uh, on the topic of like, uh, so there's a lot of real violent stuff and really like, your one starts going a bit crazy. I don't know if this is a spoiler. Mm. Maybe mm. I shouldn't risk it. But don't, don't risk it, even though I don't know how many people listening to this will watch it. Even though it's the Palm Door winner, I don't think many people are going to watch this film. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. No, I'm going to say it. She, 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 uh, 
she has sex with a car at the start of the film. Okay. Quite, you know, you you you, you really see it happening, and um, <laughs> and then she may or may not be pregnant from the car with a car baby. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's um, one of those kind of films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car baby times. Okay. Um, I think it's but, important you said that. Because yeah, I, I feel, feel like, like what that's going to do is like anyone listening to that who is thinking, oh, I might watch that. I might not watch that. I think everyone will have made their decision by now. Anyone who's heard yeah, that goes baby. like, oh, the car baby will go. Oh, that's something I'm going to like. And yeah, anyone who heard the car baby car was just baby. like, oh, that's not for me. Um, yeah. That's it's, a very... it's a real decider but th- there's a bit in it where like on the topic of like gross stuff where you can't really look mm. there's a bit in it where for some reason she's attempting to break her own nose okay and it starts by her punching herself right in the nose and it's really sick but then she starts like measuring her nose against the sink and starts like slamming just her nose oh, against the corner of the sink man it's saturday it's, morning i don't want to hear this <laughs> it's so sick like it's really like that kind of violence i find way worse than gory stuff which is like oh yeah. that would be so bad gory stuff you like, just you know it's just fake blood you know you just know it's yeah fake yeah blood. um so whereas yeah. this like the, you can really imagine how that would feel like if, if you see someone getting Ooh. like stabbed a hundred times in the film i don't know what that would feel like i'm sure it'd be bad yeah but if you see someone like breaking their nose you're like i can kind of imagine how that would be and it wouldn't be nice yeah yeah um but yeah i would like you to go see that very much okay. it's uh it's it's one of those ones where I don't know how they got the budget. You know, how would that come... Like, surely they'd have to show a script to someone. Well, it won the pound door, so obviously a lot of people believe in it. Um, but, like, how do you get funding for a film with no real plot? Well, uh, you know, good convincing people who, like, explain the concept of it. They must be like, you know... Like, it's a French person. Like, French people love art and dairy and stuff like that. They'll be like... It's a reimagining of, uh, you know, the bionic woman, you know, but uh, with titanium <laughs> taking and, uh, you know, she becomes pregnant by the car. She has titanium. What is man? What is human? What is robot? Where is the soul? You know, uh, do we become uh, what we are by way, by taking on the characteristics of aluminium or titan? Uh, so it's like this, you know. That was amazing. You actually kind of made the film make more sense to me just there. <laughs> you haven't seen it. That was a really, go. really yeah. good. We are looking for <laughs> we are looking for uh, maybe 40, 50 million uh, euros. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, c'est bon marché. <laughs> Only. C'est bon marché. Yeah. C'est pas mal. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the... I would like to see. I'm going to look up the budget really quick. Let's just see. Titan. Qu'est-ce que c'est le budget? The budget... Oh, I can't see the budget. I can just see how much it got uh, at the box office. So far, it has got 4.2 million at the box office. Um, That's <laughs> not a lot, is it? That is not much. Is it? No. no, it's not much. Um, but let's see the budget. It doesn't have a. It doesn't give us a budget. They're the French are very secretive about their. Uh, oh, the budget financial. 5.7 million, which is also very low. Is it? Well, yeah. There's a lot of scenes of fire. There was a lot of fire. Oh, yeah, like, you see, say fire is very low budget, you know. You can do a lot with fire. Is it? Yeah, yeah. You can just light it, I suppose. I suppose, yeah, you can just light it up and there you go. Um, <laughs> have you any other films? I suppose to wrap up, I get the feeling you need to leave. Uh, I do. <laughs> I, have to, I, have to, I have to leave in a second. But um, I do want to mention one interesting thing sent in by Search Over There, who mentioned a film called... Um, no, no, no. Sorry, not search over there. Is it? No, yeah, Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. Thank you very much for sending this in. 
a film called Carnival of the Souls, uh, which he says is a pretty trippy affair, and I think it's on YouTube. I looked at the first five minutes of this one this morning, and it looks really good. It's like an old film uh, that's entirely on YouTube, so you can go watch it Beautiful. now. And um, and it was like a huge influence on directors like David Lynch. I think it might have been David Cronenberg as well, very influenced by it. It's like Ooh. a very creepy, trippy kind of vibe from what I was seeing, um, but it's like set in like sort of like, I guess like the 50s or whatever. So it's it's yeah. cool. I'm going to check that film out um, for Halloween. Uh, so that's like a yeah. recommendation from Jack Hughes. Thanks very much for sending that one in. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch Possession. I just looked at a few, like looked at a few pictures of the poster and stuff and it's got Sam Neill. So I'm like, okay. I'm going to check that one out. And what are you nice. going to do for Halloween then for Samhain? I think uh, I liked the idea. I, I watched uh, I watched Spider-Man 1 and 2 with Tobey Maguire over the weekend. Yeah. And they're both really good films. But I, I, I was actually with your brother, Niels. and oh, um, right. <laughs> and uh I really liked how all the criminals in Spider-Man are just like these generic kind of goons who just wear like black clothes and some of them have like those kind of black berets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like the idea of just dressing up as like a generic a generic like robber from uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> so that's kind of the that's only good. plan I have. Just get yeah. like maybe a black turtleneck and some black yeah. pants and maybe a loot bag. Um, yeah. And I think we're just going to have a, 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 a spooktacular um, where we watch scary films in my okay. friend's house. Spooktacular. What about you? Yeah, uh, uh, it'll be a spectacular time over here as well. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking, and this is a good idea I had. I don't think anyone's going to do this. So, you know, um, what I'm going to dress up as. Uh, so, you know, uh, Squid Game. Oh. Yeah, I'm, jo- <laughs> <You know that? laughs> I'm joking, of course. Wait, no, say, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> just a red hoodie and then like, just a red hoodie and then like the... the, the, the Fencing the mask. The fencing mask, you know, it's a genius. No, yeah. How many people? I'd say, I'd say we were the both only in one. New York after um, what's that TV show with the kids? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. We were in New York at, at Halloween after Stranger Things, and it was insane the amount of people dressed up as Stranger Things. Uh, mm. We went to like a dog dress up Halloween party in uh, the Lower East Side, and it was like insane. Everyone had dressed their dog up as Strangers Thing, and I'm just thinking now, like, like it, this Halloween in New York City. It is going to be Squid Game Central. Everyone oh my god! Is going to be Squid I know it's either going to be the green tracksuits or mm. the. I'd say more. I'd say it'd be easier to make the green tracksuit into a sexy costume. So yeah. that'll probably be. It'll I be did red see, and green. It'll be red and green. It'll be both. Did you see the? Someone was like, I can't remember. I think maybe deeper into movies or one of those Instagrams was like, yeah. it's finally happened, and they put a link to like a sexy Squid Game costume. <laughs> it was like with the kind of fencing mask thing, but it was like a short skirt and kind oh. of a bit of cleavagey times. Okay, okay. Uh, it's so funny how you can just make any horror film thing into a sexy yeah. a sexy outfit. Like, it's so... And um, yeah. I'm on I'm on episode seven of Squid Game now and, and okay. um, I we're going to have to do a spoiler special because I... We'll do a spoiler special because we don't want to ruin it for I have a anyone. lot to talk about. I'll start preparing okay. my, my speech now. Okay, all right. Uh, so <sighs> we will do a spoiler special at some point, but thanks so much for uh, uh, sticking with us with this podcast. Very nice to have listeners. Nice to be back in the swing of things. It's lovely. Yep. We're enjoying it and we're glad people are messaging us and saying they're enjoying it too. Um, we will be back and again in two weeks' time. Stay safe. Don't... You know, if you do buy fireworks, use them. Be careful with the fireworks. Yeah. Don't eat too many sweets. Um, keep put, put your dog to bed early on Halloween. Yeah. Drink plenty of water. And I'll, t- I'll, leave, you this, I'll leave you with this one as well, uh, because I was watching The Candyman last night, and something that The Candyman does is he is known for slipping 
a razor into one of the sweets oh, and uh, slipping them in. So careful when you're eating your trick or treats. Careful there when might you be a razor in one of them. So you just watch out. And when you're when you're bobbing for apples, make sure you only breeze when your head's up out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drown. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, follow us on Instagram at MKUltraFilm. Um, oh. Gerd Milamal Guts. We love you. Lots of love. Happy Sound. Tschüss.